same in China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the we ones that found our way, way, way in a new life. I know. You know what's funny? Because I had Zoom. The first time I did this with you, I had a full-time job and I could use Zoom there. And now I'm like using one of my independent roles to use Zoom. But anywho, that's one way to start a podcast. But the podcast is Adoptees Born in China podcast. Used to be Adopted Babies from China podcast. Just went through a rebrand. And three years later, I'm talking to the first person I ever spoke with for the podcast. It was like, Casey was the one who was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and like do this person's podcast who I don't know. And like, I, I trust she can do a good job. And here we are three years later. So I'm here I am. Yeah, I know you're back. Three years um, better. <laughs> three years better. Three years later. And actually, it's really funny because we were saying it's like, oh, yeah, we should talk like a year after. And I was like, I, I just, yeah, it just didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like a year later, I was probably still struggling with some stuff. So I feel like that was not a good time to do a podcast recording, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like three years is a good number because like one year, you know, not too much has happened. But after three years, I feel like you there's a lot of personal growth and like, where yeah. you are you know you've been out in the real world for a hot minute um <laughs> trying to establish yourself out here so yeah yeah that's true I mean I've now been in the city for three years so I think when I first did this with you I was still in Maryland I don't think I even moved yet yeah I hadn't even moved yet so yeah, I was starting my changed. first job out of college which was a little bit of a train wreck, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, you still model, right? I do. Yep. Um, okay. I actually am now with an agency and I'll be going to a casting next week for um, Miami Swim Week. There you go. I, I was I was wondering, I think when we talk, when we originally spoke, I was like, you do, you, you, you model seems more casually, but I was like, would you ever like get into modeling more seriously? But yeah, that 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 checks out <laughs> like that well checks I'm, out. i still do it on the side um as a little side gig thing it has always been my goal to to be part of miami swim week so okay you know you make things happen um now i know a lot mm. more people got a few more connections have a you know i, I know the industry a little bit more so oh, we yeah. shall see I know. See, three years. I was like, time has passed. I mean, we've we've like exchanged messages between, but somebody was like, Do you remember everybody you talked to? And it's like, honestly, no, I don't <laughs> in three years. But hey, like, at least you at least you have them on Instagram. So you can I know. refer back to them. So let's go back to that original message. But then I was like, did I message this person on Instagram or Facebook or was it an email? I'm at this point where it's like, I can try to keep up, but then I just end up just sending a new message. It's like, so we talked about adoption, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know. Has much changed? Here we go. My first question is like, has a lot changed in your adoption journey? I, I mean, in three years? Actually, I would say, yeah. Mm. I feel like when we were first talking, it was more of this, you know, how like people refer to it as like the fog, adoption fog. Yeah. And you just, you, you still like at this stage where like you feel like no one kind of understands you and that you need to voice every little feeling or opinion or idea, miss um, like interpretation of things. Like you just feel like you're in charge of, of, um, getting that information out and letting people know, right? Because oh, yeah. you're also trying to figure out what that is for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like three years later, I don't really feel the need to do that anymore. I don't know if it's because now I feel like I have a solid friend group um, mm. and close people that I don't really feel the need to explain myself as much. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. It's like when you're original, I guess when we last talked, you were kind of like, it was like newer, right? At the time, like it was like still kind of like newer. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, you know, that at that point, I haven't really established myself. I was first job out of college. Like the people that you associate with are typically people that are kind of forced to associate yourself with. Yeah. Um, When you're in the real world, you 
have to make friends on your own and then you start to appreciate the people who actually like stay around and then you start to appreciate the fact that they actually like you for who you are and not just by proximity yeah association Um, yeah yeah (laughs) so you know having that boost of confidence that there's really nothing wrong with you and nothing you know um Mm. things like that yeah yeah that's that's a good point that is a good point yeah and i think um, it's interesting you bring that up because it, it's, it does seem like in the beginning, it feels like you have to like, exp- it's almost like we have to explain so much stuff because we don't even know how to filter it for ourselves, like how much we want to share about ourselves or like about adoption with other people, but also like with our own minds, like processing, like how much do I really want to process what's going on right now and how much brain power should I be spending on like how to grow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like before I was growing in my identity and now I'm growing more of like what do I want to do with that mm-hmm. identity the established identity yeah and I think you did have like a family passing right I did yeah my my um adopted dad passed away two years ago so oh okay it'll actually be two years and a couple of days so two years okay I feel like that's also why I didn't reach back out either because I was like, uh, that just seems like a really odd thing to be like, hey, let's talk about your adoption, but you're never mind. Never mind. I think that's what Bad I timing. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that doesn't seem like an appropriate time to be like, let's talk about your grief. Because I'm sure it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty complicated, not gonna lie. But, you know, yeah. I actually sounds bad. Um, but I think we didn't have the best relationship, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I don't have any like bad feelings or anything, but because he's like passed away now, I feel like it's kind of the closure that I needed. And I think the closure really is like now when you long for someone, it's if it's more real versus like when you long for someone and they they still exist. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can empathize with that. <laughs> you know. So yeah. like you just feel like you you're 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 able to validate your feelings more. Yeah, cuz I think grief comes in different ways, but especially with like a their physical embodiment being gone, it's probably a little bit easier than like because I did kind of go through not the same thing for sure, but it was like grieving somebody who like was is still here, but now it's like reconnecting to them slowly. Yeah, because my, I mean, it's been ten years since my dad like left the country, and I haven't really seen him since. So yeah, I had some time to miss him. <laughs> yeah, um, but now it's just like I'm at peace with it, you know. Yeah. And if you didn't have the best of a relationship, it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Because I know, I think when I, so when we first talked, it was when I was still in Maryland and I was living at home. And then I think like a month after we talked and I was still, I was still starting to do this podcast thing. That's when everything kind of fell through the floor for me personally. And I actually hadn't talked to my parents for like almost two years basically after that yeah <laughs> yeah so I remember that. Place. yeah I think we, we probably messaged in between I was like yeah so uh I you know just things with family aren't going well and uh I don't I haven't talked to them haven't really heard from them but they're doing better it's better now yeah because actually it was the holidays this past recent recent holidays which was what uh now like five months ago it was about five, like the holidays recently. I actually was just like, you know what? I want to call them because I think my mom actually sent me a Christmas present that was actually very like thoughtful. And I was like, it's, but you know what? I think that's like her showing me that she's like wanting to form some sort of relationship with me. And I was like, no, that's fair. I've been wanting to like talk to them, but I was kind of afraid to talk to them. So. I'd call them on the Christmas holiday and my dad, that's the first time I talked to him or heard anything from him because he didn't respond for a while. 
And then recently I talked to them again. And then my mom's birthday, I called. So I was like, all right, we're starting to have some sort of relationship <laughs> again. Good. Just had to pick up the phone and call. So full that circle. I think when it comes to parents and I, this is something I've realized is um, there's needs to be two realization. One from the parent saying like, Hey, like I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult. And that realization for the parent. And then Mm -hmm. two, the child realizing that not everything that a parent does wrong was intended for you to to hurt you or to like, give you those negative feelings like a lot of it is just your just who you are and those are the two different realizations that you know both parties need to have to process a lot of childhood Mm -hmm. misleading misinterpretation and I feel like everyone goes through that well not everyone but like in most majority like when you get to a certain age and you do know how to process those things like that's when your bond with your parents becomes stronger. You have to get through that like cliff of not cliff, but like I don't know the the hurdler of talking through every single what we would call like traumatic experiences mm-hmm. or out with your parent and them not being defensive about it is another thing, right? And then trying to actually understand. And once you get to that level of understanding, and your you know, it just becomes more of an adult friendship. Um, yeah. And I had to go, th- even though my mom and I are super, super close now, mm-hmm. um, I had to go through that with her, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I thought you actually went th- through that with her a while back too, right? Or has it been a continual thing that you guys have actually like worked on together? Um, I think back then, like, we were still trying to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, there are moments where, I mean, remember like how I, I mentioned what's one, one of your headlines? Like, I can't believe that uh, you would miss someone that you haven't seen for 20 years. Are you, mm-hmm. you remember that? Yeah. Um, whenever, co- you know, COVID hit and I'm from Wuhan. So mm-hmm. um, I like had, I don't know, just like this internal panic that, you know, somehow they like passed or they would they were in trouble or something yeah um but this was all before like the entire COVID scare yeah um, so I was one of the first to really be kind of scared about it right because yeah I was tracking it before anyone else was tracking it and yeah my mom had said like you know why why does it even matter basically you haven't mm-hmm. seen them in 20 years so just like understanding that you know, there's, there's always going to be that connection to your birth parents. Yeah. But yeah, we were going through that at that point. And then, yeah, now, like, I think part of me is once I've identified who I am, like I said, I don't feel the need to try to explain myself. So we don't actually have those type of conversations that come up anymore. It's more, you know, we're, we're, we're a team together. Whatever we decide, whatever we talk about, like, I respect her opinion. She respects mine. She understands, you know, she understands that she also, like, knows who I am, right? Like, your mm-hmm. your parents and your siblings are the closest people in your lives, and they know you more than any anyone else. Yeah. And so, like, um, just being able to be my full self. Yeah. It takes, I mean, you're still pretty young, aren't you? <laughs> I feel like you're still pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty young. I'm 25. Yeah, it's like you're still pretty young. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I feel old. I, I do too. I do too. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you're about the same age, right? I'm turning 30. Oh, just kidding. Okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, no, five years, five years older. You still I mean, look young. I know. I do get that. I do get that. Somebody the other I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I thought you were younger than me. And I think she's like 24. And I was like, oh. And then I mean, I do get it. It's probably all the water I drink. I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, hydrate keeps the skin ret- uh, retention. Hydrate. And then I think similar to you, because you don't drink at all, right? So it's like I don't really drink either. If I do, it's like very rare. So that helps too. Yes. 
helps with the beer guts for the guys oh too <laughs> yeah. and girls oh my gosh you're still in florida right yes yep i'm still in florida i'm in delray beach so it's like uh still south florida okay. um it's de- definitely more my pace i was living in fort lauderdale originally um but i like delray it's like close enough to the city but far enough where it's it's a lot, i feel like it's a lot classier up okay. here oh. less traffic i hate traffic and you still have to drive everywhere right i don't have to drive everywhere anymore because i work from home whoa okay so you got one of those remote jobs i did oh man okay i've, I've heard about those it's a myth in my in my ears I, my current roommate uh works remote fully remote and i was like is that nice is it fun i don't know um, you definitely learn you definitely learn about yourself and you have to learn how to like motivate yourself and yeah. you have to learn like how to be organized on your own but i will say I, I love working remote because it makes me feel like i'm more efficient whether i actually aim or not <laughs> could be debatable but um i don't know i get to work and then also be efficient in my personal life you know i can go do the laundry while i'm on a meeting or i can have something cooking while i'm in a meeting so you know those little things that's true yeah that is that's a good point and you also have a dog right i do have a dog i have a very sweet dog yeah it's a jack russell so very high energy but um she's been a great companion oh i'm sure yeah i know it's like uh uh because that's one of my gigs is pet care and it's like it's actually very nice to have that and then having my own it's like oh i think it would be nice but i just don't have the i just don't have it together to do that (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like if you did pet care and then you had your own dog that would be a lot it'd be too much it'd be too much like you would have to do either or you would have to be like I'm going to stop doing pet care and just get my own dog. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, and then I get all different types of dogs and different cats. So I kind of, you know, I get the experience through that. I did watch like a friend's cat. They have two cats. Um, One that's, I think it's only two years old. And one that is like one year old are the ones that I keep making little stickers of on social media. (laughs) But actually it was not, I mean, the timing worked out, but I was with their cats when I was like going through it for sure for a good like two weeks um where it was like hard to wake up in the morning and I just like didn't feel motivated because I didn't have like any gigs and then I was just going through like this crisis of like what to do with life um heartbreak and all that fun stuff because it happens in life oh no heartbreak what happened yeah (laughs) Uh, I briefly hadn't talked about it on here but I was just like it was one of those like and I also have started therapy since before so the, I started the therapy again before it happened but it basically was like this was somebody that is very short like it in the long run of it it was a very short time that we were together but it was a very impactful because sometimes I think it's like sometimes people in your lives friendships or relationships like it doesn't matter how long it was but it, sometimes it can be more impactful than like very long relationships like having a longer term relationship but it really wasn't that impactful so that was a lesson I learned this time around, but this was like an impactful one. Um, but basically, hey, they hit you like a wrecking ball, you know what I'm saying? I've been the thinking short, that the, short, the, quick, the short ones, but the impactful yeah. ones. Yeah, it was like, it came in like a wrecking ball. It's like, that one sure did. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's been better since. Uh, I mean, it's been definitely, the time that has passed now, it was longer than we were even together. So that I knew was going to help me. But when I was in it, I was in it and I was like, man... That was like, there's potential. It was one of those like good connection, I think good person, but not the right time. Yeah. That's really what it was. But I was also like, I'm really glad that I had the experience, but it's like, just not the right time. And now that I'm like living up my life, I feel like now it's coming back where it's not just this person, but like other people. I don't know. It just seems like, okay, now that I'm like actually working on my own shit and stuff that. I'm getting hit up by like people that I wouldn't expect to be hit up by. So I was like, is there just like something that we like put out that's like, hey, I'm working on myself and being confident and then they want to come back? I don't know. That's hey. Number <laughs> number one advice, confidence equals attraction. 
Yeah, that's very but remember, true. confidence is not does not equal cockiness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do try to always stay humble. Um sometimes I get away, I get it, it gets away from me, but yeah, I do try to stay <laughs> humble. Yeah, confidence. But it but even like I saw like I've seen this person that was like, Hey, how's it going? And it's like I haven't seen you in like at least a year. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No heartbreak for you recently? <laughs> no, thank goodness. I only need one and then I'm done. Only one and you're done. Oh my gosh. I think I've had like three or four in the past four years. Yeah. I've only had one. Well, I've had one big one and then I've had a few, a couple of letdowns, but nothing major. Nothing that lasted more, more than like a week (laughs) of being sad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Good old, good old life does that to you. I mean, hey, I feel like each one you can learn something from it. So not mad about it. Not anymore. I definitely was angry and mad about it before. And I see this person now too. So it's like, we can just be friends. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm turning 30. I was like, I think it's time to like act like an adult. Like I haven't, I haven't really like been friends with exes or anything before. Like usually it's like wanted, like done. Like I don't talk to them. No connection yeah. at all uh this one it was not gonna be like that i was like all right i I'm, it's gonna like they're gonna just be there so i i'd rather my thought of it was like i'd rather just you know be an adult about it because it takes a lot of energy to be angry or to like oh yeah 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 it takes so much more and i was like it would take me it would take a lot more energy for me to be angry and make it like what what would i get from making him feel bad like that's almost like I don't know cruel in a way too and it's like i don't really want to do that for my own my own value i don't value that so yeah yeah i mean it takes too much energy focused on it too much energy to like yeah you know i don't know just avoid him like you just yeah about peace living in peace exactly i was like and it's been fine it's been totally fine and then I realized too, it's like, I mean, this person has their own stuff that they got going on. And unfortunately, like it did contribute. I was a part of the process that this person's gonna go through. And I learned. It's like, well, if I see the signs again, I'm not gonna do this again. <laughs> yeah. It's like lesson learned. Three years ago, I would not have been like this. I would have been like, okay, no, fuck that. I'm just don't even come near me. Don't even <laughs> You're try. Excommunicated. Yeah, exactly. It was like, don't even try. I don't have time. I mean, I was going, I mean, three years ago. I mean, I wasn't exactly making great decisions. <laughs> I was very impulsive and not impulsive and not the best way. I think that's something I learned too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> I was like, now, now it just felt like the right time to be like, hey, let's, let's chat. It's been three years. Yeah. No, I'm glad you hit me up. Well, you already answered that. I was like, does your adoption feel different and the same? You're like, I definitely don't magnify it as much as I used to, I would say. Oh, and I think that's, that's good. Yeah. Do you mean like you don't magnify it? Like, um, I don't know. Cause it, does that mean like you don't seek out? resources to help like learn more about it or is it just kind of like no I think it's more I think it comes you know part of that is like I don't feel the need to explain myself but also like it's it's unfortunate but it's also one of those things it's like it's a life thing that happened you know I sometimes you know you think because you feel like you're different you feel the need to magnify the things that happen in your life um mm. and you know it, it it is still a big it, it's still traumatic and a big life event but you don't obsess over it oh i see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's like it's like not your first thought in things and when things happen or yeah your first thought in why you're a certain way yeah okay yeah is it and is it almost like when something does happen it used to be like you would kind of like think of adoption first as a like a way well I guess like for example so it's like the heartbreak right like the first thing I would think of originally was like oh it's 
this like is bringing up abandonment and stuff um, because yeah. of adoption but now it's kind of more like oh the heartbreak oh well it's you just really miss the company of that person or something like that or the company like it's okay to feel a certain way and it doesn't have to be tied to adoption like yeah you yeah. can miss someone and you know have certain feelings and it not always tie back to a traumatic experience some sort. yeah you're, you're like, like you're, yeah you're accepting who you are flaws and all yeah yeah, yeah. like this because i guess when we have spiraling thoughts we might go into like okay it's because of adoption well no it's not i think it's just because you made a decision that yeah was recent and it's not all because of adoption <laughs> yeah i think somebody did ask me it's like what's something that like about yourself that you don't think was going to ever change is like well i mean i think and i i said it was like adoption is always going to be a part of me but it's not going to define who i am forever or in the future yeah i mean i think yeah. we will always like have a heightened feeling of you know either abandonment or fear or you know but with everything it's a spectrum you know yeah. there are other people who suffer the same things there are other people who suffer from some a different other phobia yeah. um you know you just accept either you the thing is it's either you accept who you are or you fix what you don't accept if you're not willing to fix what you don't accept then that's that's where the issue lies you know mm -hmm. if if you get to the point where you're like i accept this part of myself then when you accept that part of yourself you'll feel you'll feel at peace with that piece of yourself but when you don't feel like you're at peace with something that's when i feel like you need to keep working on it until you feel like you've accepted your, yourself to a point where you can feel at peace yeah 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 and I, it seems like that will sometimes shift too. I think depending on where you are and as you get older, I think it's like it sometimes shifts what's like most important and what's a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, like family has always been a priority, but instead of before, instead of fearing it, right? Mm -hmm. I am a lot more accepting of it. So yeah. it's like before I kind of. I guess I feared that I wouldn't have, I, f I guess I feared like the dreams that I had would not become reality. But now it's like I've, because I've resolved that trauma, I'm now like accepting the fact that if it becomes reality, great. If it doesn't, then it's not going to be at the end of the world either. You know, yeah. like life happens and yeah, you start to understand that this picture perfect image that you try to plant yourself in um you can still dream about it but like it's okay if it doesn't come true yeah and it can shift and adapt based on i guess experiences too it will shift it will shift i think that what you picture i think it shifts based on what's going on yeah, I would agree. I, I would say mine has not shifted much, to be honest. Really? Oh, okay. Okay, mine definitely has gone through phases. <laughs> I've always had the same, like, type of family and lifestyle that I like since I was mm. very young. Mm. And is that what you hope for, for, like, your future, too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I asked because I, I was like, well, I don't know what questions to ask in like, a, hey, what's happened in the past three years <laughs> uh, podcast episode. But I think it's going well so far. Yeah. Yeah. What, we're like 30 minutes into this? <laughs> I know. And it doesn't have to be as long. So I was like, hey, it might not be as long. I don't even know.
yeah, I think the last one was like an hour and a half or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we went on and on for sure because I was like, whoa, yeah. I had a lot to undig. We had a lot to, yeah. I think your title of yours was something about dirt too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm I'm a big fan of the dirt. I think that's what it was. Getting down and dirty. Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) I think you still like dirt, right? I don't remember what the context of that was but you're just like you know i just you know dirt <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> that won't be the quote we take from this one it'll be something else. <laughs> i still do the same thing with that though like i'll still take like now it's quote, called mud mud <laughs> we're gonna switch it to mud yeah it's like i still do the quotes still the colors and all that fun stuff but um, now you have better gear i have better gear a better mic for sure uh, different hosting platform that I now actually put play pay for. So I was like, that's new. And I think I've gotten better at interviewing. <laughs> you have. Okay. I was like, I feel like I got better at interviewing. Um, <laughs> but it's also because no, I, I listen. Yes. I'm so glad. I've also listened to a lot of like other podcasts and learned from that. So that's how you learn. Just listening to other Look stuff you. and reading books. Look at you growing. Growing up, uh, yeah, three years, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually reading this. Well, so I'm really bad at. I'm consistent, but not one of those people who's consistent like every single day type consistent. Like, I am consistent to where I don't give up on anything, but it may take. I may like skip a week or two and come back to it you know oh okay okay and you're are you talking in terms of reading something um just anything to be honest it depends <laughs> how much my interest level is but I have um started this book called a leader's heart it's like a it's a, a whole year devotional journal and I by John Maxwell and I love it um mm. and I've actually done it I mean I just got it like probably 10 days ago so we're only 10 days in but this is my new commitment to do every day. <laughs> okay. It's a journal? Yeah, it's a devotional journal. So it's a, um, so like I am, I am Christian. So um, that's part of the devotional part of the journal, but it really just talks about how to be a leader. Um, okay. And so, you know, how I was saying before, it was more, I was more in the phase of like kind of recovering trauma adoption fog like trying to figure out my identity establish myself in the world but now it's like I know who I am and now I want to take that identity and see how I can lead others how I can grow from how I can build myself um into something more successful in the future yeah so instead of building your success based off of you know, your fears, you're building your success off of a good foundation of who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you, do we talk about, I feel like when we talked initially, like you, you were still practicing Christianity too, right? I think originally even back. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that hasn't yeah. changed. No, but okay. I feel like I'm definitely, I feel like I'm stronger in it now than I was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel, I, I think I feel like you were not as like uh, involved when we initially talked, and then now it just seems like it's more of like a natural part of like your daily life. Well, especially if you're doing a daily journal, but <laughs> apart from yeah, that, yeah, it's just no, like it's no. a. But now I try to you know attend church on um, on Sundays, but mm-hmm. I think when you know when you're running twenty four seven and trying trying to figure out diff- you know everything looks shiny, right? You want to go yeah. chase it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But when you start to realize, you know, the shininess is not mm-hmm. not great, um, or it doesn't turn to gold or anything like that, then you know you you're okay with like the the being normal, mm-hmm. the routine of every day. Yeah. Um, it does not hurt. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was younger, I I would always think like time is limited like mm. I gotta hurry and do everything I want to do before yeah you know I I hit the hit hit the hay or something like that but mm. now I'm like you know what 
I'm just gonna live each day to the fullest and do exactly what I want to do and mm-hmm. have and I'm not gonna stress myself over anything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely helpful, much more helpful than stressing about like, okay, I gotta do this, this and this and this before the day ends. It's like it's fine if you just do this and this. <laughs> that's where I'm at too it's like mm. but I'm still I'm still very like organized um I like list out all the things I want to get done Mm -hmm. um if I'm not doing anything I'll still do more work but yeah I just play it by ear and Mm. very much it is what it is mentality yeah it is what yeah seriously that is yeah <laughs> it is what it is and uh there's always something to look forward to i feel like there's always something to look forward to which is like so when is miami swim week is that soon that's soon um so there's a smaller one in june june 9th and 10th and then there's the big one in july okay and what exactly is that <laughs> so miami swim week is essentially a lot of brands swimwear brands that come together and then they need a lot of models to model their swimwear it's kind of like kind of like high fashion runway like event but with bikini brands and not high fashion oh okay so it's it's a fashion thing yeah it's a fashion show okay it's a fashion show but it's like bikinis got it okay I don't know why I thought this, that was because I was thinking, was like, does that have anything to do with sharks? No, that's something else. <laughs> or swimming? <laughs> <laughs> or swimming? It's like Miami swimming. Is there a is pool? That like, is this a is party? like a competition? Like, what? I don't know. My knowledge of high fashion and stuff is not not, not, not too high up there. Um, yeah, it's like bikini runway. Okay. Because you said it was always your dream to do them. Like, what exactly is that? Because you did swimming when you were younger. So I was like, oh, is that like a swimming thing? Or, okay. <laughs> Part of the reason why I'm confident in a swimsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were a competitive swimmer. Like, you were very good. So I, b- I remember us talking about that. I was like, good for you. Like, yeah, that's, that is commitment. That is discipline for sure to be a swimmer. You're like, but... that is something I can't do. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't think I had that much discipline to be, like, Olympic level at that point. Um, to okay. wake up at, like, 4.30 in the morning and go swimming. That's what I had to do. It was just terrible. Yeah, uh, now I wake up uh, that early to go running. Oh, that's good. So things have changed. Maybe that's why I look so much younger now. <laughs> I was, I don't know, I just randomly was looking at my high school yearbook because my mom mailed that to me for rec- recently. And I was like, oh, my high school yearbook. First of all, why I don't send know. Me this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why'd you send me this? And second, I was like, let me, I was talking about my senior picture. And I was like, I remember my senior picture. I look very good. Like, I actually look pretty decent. So I went back to the yearbook and looked in it. It's like, okay, I don't remember 80% of the people in this book. And I don't know if have other people feel that way too. Like, they don't remember who they went to high school with, but. How big was your I, class? I think there was 315 of us who graduated in my senior class. Um, it's a good size it's a good size so I don't know how many more I don't know that's like what four years so it was a pretty big student population too but even in my senior class I was like I don't think I even remember most of them so looking through a book but I did find my senior picture and I took a screenshot of it and then I like compared it to a picture of me recently and I was like okay I look pretty much the same I have to say (laughs) I was like yeah I think I look pretty much the same too which is kind of nice yeah I mean, I think there are definitely some people who probably look different from their senior year. So it's like compare, contrast, compare, con- no, I don't know. And well, people change their names too if they got married. So that's another thing. Because if I am connected to anybody, which is not many people, their names don't match. So I'm like, who is this person? True. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I changed my whole name. So I really don't match. You oh, try that's to a good point. That's a, I, I remember that you did change your whole name too. Yeah. I'm like, I tell people I'm like on my fourth legal name and when I get married, I'll be on my fifth legal name. (laughs) Yeah. Do you, do you have any connections with people from like high school? Not really, but I do remember pretty much everyone in my high school. Like if you gave me a, a picture of like, if I looked at their yearbook, I'd 
know exactly when I remember somebody or like a moment in time of when wow. we talked. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That is, yeah, that's a very. Or my like opinion of them. Yeah. Okay. That is crazy that you're, yeah, no. Like I, I... remember like everybody basically. Nope. And I had like 480, I think. In, in your class? class? Dang. I'd probably say I probably don't know like 10% of them. Wow. But for the most part, I could go through the whole thing and say, like, yeah, I was in English class with them, or yeah, I remember this happened, or this is what I thought of her, or this person was in uh dance or something like that. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I even looking at the book and in pictures, I was like, Tara in science club with this person. And I'm like, I was in science club. <laughs> what <laughs> who are all these people <laughs> yeah i'm like who are these people i don't remember most of you and it's like uh i don't even know what you're doing now so it's like oh yeah. <laughs> i'm i feel like i'm very good with like meeting new people and then like remembering their names and conversations uh but then even people i probably met two or three years ago here in the city like if i didn't become close with them i think that's like something else i noticed as we get older too like it is hard to make friends when you're an adult and like not in the school environment and not in work but making friends and actually staying connected is pretty hard like actually maintaining friendships outside uh i was like this is pretty dang hard so it's like there are a good number of people that i have been friends with for at least two years and I was like man that is like an accomplishment for me <laughs> yeah yeah try working remote I that's what I mean I was like how do people do this like the remote thing uh because my one roommate the other day came out and he said like hello to me and he was like wow that's like the first words I've said today at all day to anybody in person I was like oh that's really odd because I was at work earlier and I had to talk to like 15 people so I don't know. Yeah, I'm always talking to people and having to be professional. No, I work from home and I don't have family here in Florida. So I find ways to fill my time. I think a lot of it is because like I grew up as an only child and I'm mm. pretty I'm pretty used to being like in solitude and doing my own things that it does and because of like I've gotten used because now I have like close friends, I don't feel like lonely anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm perfectly content if I yeah. don't get invited somewhere or if plans get canceled. Because I'm like, oh, I got something else I can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think friends are definitely a form of community too that helps you like be happy and stuff. <laughs> and if I if when I do get you know, everyone gets lonely. It happens. And some, you know, on those days, I just blow up people on FaceTime and yeah. chat. Yeah, call, FaceTime. Uh, my method the other day was to watch the whole entire Never Have I Ever. So. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, uh, this is a good thing to do today because I just didn't have any... I was still pretty sad. So I was like, I'm just going to watch some of the show. And then they kept going. And I was like, wait, how many seasons of this show are there? I found out there's, what, three? And there's a fourth one coming. So that's the time. <laughs> that's one thing I don't do is I don't, I never watch TV alone. That's a good thing. It's probably not a great vice. Um, but I was like, I was pretty depressed. So I was like, <laughs> you oh. had your, you had your, um, your um container of ice cream and a big old spoon uh no i think i got a chocolate bar chocolate bar yeah i did get a chocolate bar and then i had the two cats and then i watched the show and i was like oh perfect i think everybody has to have those days sometimes i was like and i cried of course because crying helps crying is okay crying. everybody crying does help i've been to I went to a movie, a Nicholas Sparks movie by myself and just cried. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Elemental's about to come out, the Pixar movie, and I do have plans to go see that by myself and probably just cry by myself too. So <laughs> every Pixar movie makes me cry. So I was like, I'm just gonna go by myself. It's okay. In the theater with a bunch of other very young individuals. Um, I'm gonna be there. Who I will never see again. And exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. They're never gonna see me again. They'll just be like, she's that 
lady who's crying and a Pixar movie. And it's like, well, it's deep. It cuts deep, those movies. <laughs> <It's deep. laughs> it cuts deep. Oh You're like, do you want a hug? I know. Okay. I did go. Oh, speaking of hugs, though. I, I do want to say, like, if you are having a tough time and you're upset, like, it's good to, like, share with friends and communities, like, I'm having a tough time. And then it's like, I would like a hug. And it's actually really helpful. Hugs are really nice. So it's nice to, like, see people again and be like, here's a hug. Uh, I think that definitely don't frown upon those. I wasn't really much of a hugger until, like, recently. So, yeah, same. I could, I understand you on that. Yeah. I'm be like, mm this why feels awkward yeah. why are you touching me <laughs> but then when you're like crying and pouring your heart out and sobbing and someone hugs you, you're like oh actually that's really nice <laughs> keep doing that can you like yeah keep doing that it's okay <laughs> and then it's like okay you're done crying like yeah but i still like the hug <laughs> right that that's changed that's what changed for both of us in three years we both don't mind hugs we are huggers now. We are huggers now. Yeah. And then I actually have started to hug people too, which is like new. It's very new that I'm like, I'm actually going up like, oh, hey, hug. And they're like, oh, and I was like, I know, right? Especially people who have known me since I came here. They're like, you're hugging now. I'm like, I know. Weird. It's like growing <laughs> up or something. I don't know. Like a hug is fine. It makes me feel better. Just like crying is okay too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, there'll be some days I'll be crying. I'm like, why am I crying so much? <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. Really, I'm like, nothing's really wrong. I'm just crying. I know. Well, sometimes our body just needs to release, I guess. I don't know. Crying's good. Hugs are good. What else have we learned in our three years apart? <laughs> uh, adoption's just there. And I actually, like, random... Um information here is that literally like a couple of days ago I had some girl message me on Instagram found out I was adopted and wanted to know about my story mm. and it's because she's doing she's from the Philippines oh and she's doing a story about the one child policy whoa so she but she lives in she so she lives in the philippines as like uh as a student so she's 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 a student in the philippines but as part of her project she has to go to china and she has to learn about like the one child policy whoa. And somehow she found me on instagram i don't know how these people find me on instagram it's those, but... it's those model pics man <laughs> um but yeah she found me on instagram and she like but asked if she could um, basically interview me and understand my story and stuff like that. And I was like, that's cool. This might become a thing, you know, like, yeah, being part, being like affected by the one child policy, I feel like will come out more and more. Yeah. Um, people are, because I mean, one child policy is history, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, and it's probably going to be one of the, big topics if you ever learn about international history yeah. um, in China so well I think it's also we are coming of age and like a lot of a big majority of us are now coming of an age I mean like I think I'm part of the a big big wave of us who are coming of age to like 30 coming of age I definitely didn't mean that like adults but like <laughs> entering into like later adulthood like 30s right so yeah I think with that in mind too there's going to be a lot more people interested i guess about thinking about it i wouldn't be surprised if like um they do some type of like um reconciliation of some sort to uh, a program that um possibly helps not and not initiated by the united states but hopefully maybe by china themselves yeah That's what we possibly i don't know yeah south korea i think has kind of started doing has been doing that so We'll see. <laughs> Do you, okay, that goes into the last question, which I did write down was, what are your thoughts about going back to China? I have not gone back to China before. Um, my mom and I did talk about it. Um, I, we're going to plan a big trip when I turn 30. Oh. Uh, it's my 30th birthday present. Um, I think for her, it's going to be more of a touristy thing. 
Mm-hmm. But hopefully, I'm hoping we, we haven't planned it out fully, but hoping I can stop by Wuhan, of course, uh, mm-hmm. where I was born. Um, but yeah, that's probably the earliest I'll go back to China. Okay. And that's like, what, six years for you? <laughs> I'm kidding. Five years. I know. <laughs> I'm just making you younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 25 is, yeah. Well, you're I like, miss it, I, and then I, I don't. remember when I was 25. <laughs> I remember it, and I don't really miss it either. So, <laughs> I think 25 is when I started to become curious about adoption. So, that's the only difference. Or, no, maybe it might have been 24, but um, now being like, now being your future self in 30, this is what you have to look forward to. Still look pretty young and um, wake up at 4 30 for other things not swimming that you want to do that you want to do yeah not everybody wants to wake up at 4 30 but I still do it sometimes yeah I don't know if I could do that I like to I just wake up I wake up like a normal person when the sun wakes up (laughs) and I go to bed (laughs) but on the east coast the sun is up at like 6 a.m so yeah in the summer in the summer oh yeah in the summer and I think so Right now it's like wait it, it's coming up around like seven a.m. So that's pretty nice. Okay, yeah, but yeah, it might it might go a little earlier. I don't know. I'll just stay in bed longer. It's fine. If I get a full time job, I will probably start waking up at four thirty again and running again. Kind of nice because that's like the only moments where in the city there's not that many people out. So it really is like surreal to be running around the city at four thirty. Yeah, maybe like 5 a.m. by the time you get up, but I, I recommend it. I highly recommend it to anybody who wants to run in the city. 5 a.m. I'll take an electric bike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think there's a video of somebody doing like an e-bike at like 3 a.m. or something. So, yeah. Anytime. I mean, there's also safety. Let's not forget about safety. The, the obvious things. But... This was fun, though. I'm really glad that we did catch up after three years. I think you're right. A year might have been like, eh, not too much has happened. But three years, I think, was pretty good. So, well, let's see, three years. Should I be like, in six years, you'll have then gone to China? Yeah, let's reconnect in six years. Let me reconnect. With, we're going to record, sit down and record in six years. I'll tell you all about my chi- Chinese visit. Yes. Or China, yeah, yeah, China visit. China visit. I mean, who knows what's going to be happening? In six years, what it was 2023, that's 2029. In six years, well, you'll be 31. Right. I'll be, yeah. And technically, it's going to be more like four and a half years before I go. Oh, okay. Because I'm turning 26 this year and it'll be when I turn 30. So. Oh, okay. Then I will hit you up in four and a half years. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's six. That's too long. Four and a half years from now. Uh, yeah, and I'll also be like thirty-four, almost thirty-five. Yo. I was thinking we could do like a a three three-year incremental trend. We could. We could. Like three, six, nine. Ooh, yes. Well, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. But then you're like, I'm going to China. And- like four years of like should I just wait till like four years then it has to be like right after China no we'll talk about it <laughs> we'll figure this out so like eh, yes we'll find a way but it was like it's pretty awesome to be like hey it's been a while let's talk to the first person I ever recorded with which you are the person who like started it all you were the first and then I was like here's a podcast that I'd done with someone and then that people are like oh I'll do it and here we are, 70-something episodes later. That's yeah. wild. I know. And then I start doing ones on my own. It's like, whoa. It's a thing. It's a thing. But I'm proud of thing. you. I remember when you started. Oh, my Very gosh. first day. Yeah. And, and you're I, like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten so much better, a lot more fluid. And if you actually do ever come to New York, though, I I will be here. I will let you know when I go to New York. I that's appreciate the, that. That's the same if I go to Florida. I have not made a trip down to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Where are you in relation to Disney World? Disney World is like 
maybe two and a half hours north of me in Orlando. Okay, that's not bad. So, because I do want to go to Disney World. I have not been in so long. So, it's like I really want to make a trip to Disney World. And then maybe I just like make another like detour after or whatever. And actually, visit it in person. Yeah. I went to Disney World a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, just I called it my it. adult Disney. Uh, have you thought? Oh, yeah. It was our first, it was my first time. Oh, um, okay. Going to Disney as an adult. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's different when you're an adult than when you're a kid, right? So, oh, 100%. Exactly. So it's like, I want to go as an adult. I haven't been as an adult. So that's a good, that's a trip I would like to do. I think I need to, you know, figure out work and finances first. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you should do it with a couple of friends, though. Like one or two. Oh, okay. Not go totally solo? Is it boring solo? I mean, I guess you can. You just kind of like roam around, observe. Yeah. I have time to think about it. I do find traveling like just solo is nice because I don't have to like listen to anybody else. (laughs) The only thing about like Disney is you have to like wait in line a lot and Uh... you like and it's nice to have, like, at least one person to kind of talk to that you know, so you're not trying to make new friends every single line. I could always just make new friends. Or I could just, you can like, do that. people watch. You can have them on. Well, you can people watch, too. But, like I said, like, um, it's also nice to, like, talk to someone that you want about people watching. <laughs> Be like, point. you see that person? Like, <laughs> to the, to look, at their, look at their hat. Oh, my gosh. You see those matching outfits? Why right? did we do that? <laughs> hey that's what i did you of course we, my, we had my friend and i um we had matching outfits and we literally counted how many times people comment about our about our outfit and it was like 17 times in the course of a day we were so proud of ourselves okay that's true i do want to actually do that too it's like if i go to disney world i would want to like do a matching outfit thing because why not go full and do the whole ears thing it's like no nah, i'm i'd totally do it I used to be against like matching stuff because I'm like, that's dorky, that's cheesy. But now I'm like, whatever. I don't mind being cheesy. Oh, of course. I mean, especially Disney World. I think you're supposed to, that's like part of the thing. That's like a thing. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I do the matching outfit. Let's, I would do it 100%. <laughs> I do all the cheesy things because why not? No one cares. No one's looking at me. At least that's my thought, but who cares? <laughs> Well, I said that's it for this uh this recording. I think we did just like an hour. Pretty good. Yeah. I think we caught up. It was really nice to like hear your perspective of how you feel about everything now. And then yeah, maybe another three years, four years. We should make it happen. Ideally, I would still like to be doing this, so we'll check in. <laughs> Otherwise, this is going into archives. I hope I'm still doing it. I mean, there's so many of us that it's like, there's definitely opportunity to like still be doing this. So history, I am, we are making history right now. You are making history. You're going to have all these things, all these episodes logged and someone's going to ask about like stories of other people. And you're going to be like, here is like 345 of them. (laughs) Yep. Here's 300. Yep. If you want this for your research paper, here you go. Right. Yes, when this becomes a part of someone's PhD, doctorate, or whatever, as a source, I've made it. It's like, that's it. That's the goal. We're going to get there. I love that goal. (laughs) And on that note, I appreciate you taking the time. And yeah. It was nice catching up. It was nice catching up. And thank you for listening to Adopted Born in China podcast. If you would like to reach me, it is Adopted Babies from China at gmail.com or Adoptees Born in China podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Yay!